Hello and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm joined as always by MC. That would be me. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Warm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about the weather. <laughs> we are English. <laughs> and welcome back to Chip, mm. episode one, part two, companionship. Mm-hmm. What happened last time, MC? Well, in a incredible feat of original writing, um, Chip, uh, astray, cast himself adrift from the rest of the gang. He is wound up in the Windy City. No, the Chicago. That's Chicago. It, the Big Apple. The Windy Apple. The, yes. Um, of, of, of New York, New York. And he is there brooding and killing some demons or something. He met up with a streetwise, mysterious <laughs> person who isn't at all like Doyle from Angel. <laughs> Uh, called Ridley, who is mysterious and has a New York accent, or at least uh, my attempt at one. He also went to a bar because Mm. of a uh, tip-off from this mysterious Dudley? Ridley? Ridley. Ridley. Yeah. Ridley, Doyle. I mean, Ridley and Doyle mix them together, you get Dudley. Ah, well done. Uh, Yes, that was intentional. Um, Went to a bar, got chatting with a barmaid who called him Sailor and thought he was gay. His voice changed as the show went on because sure she was did. trying to conceal her identity. That's what we went with. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yes, things occurred. He wound up sleeping with this uh, mysterious barmaid. Chip got a bit. Yeah. And then in the morning she was gone <gasps> with his heart. <laughs> but he left his brooding in the drawer where he could easily find <laughs> it. <laughs> and all of his angel DVDs were there as well. <laughs> that was a really, really well summed up. Thank you. I have literally nothing to add. Good. <laughs> Other you, than this no. isn't your podcast anymore. Right? <laughs> Taking control. Why are you pushing me away? <laughs> well, let's get into it then. This is Companionship Part 2. Previously on Chip. I'm going to leave. Chip said suddenly. Eh? After. If we survive, I mean. I'm leaving. Tokyo, Japan. Us. MC added. Chip nodded. Me? I'm the thing you guys have nightmares about. Chip pushed his hood away from his face and examined the demons. Without giving them a moment to think, Chip leapt forwards. The fight was on. He just wanted to get home, or at least a place that he called home nowadays. Home being the land of hope and freedom, the United States of America, and more specifically, New York City. (laughs) Sorry, Chip said. I guess I get a little cranky when people break into my place and sit in the dark waiting for me to come home. Who are you? Ridley. He smiled. Fine. You don't believe me? Well, here's your proof, Sherlock. There's a girl. She's been targeted by some heavy demons and they want her dead. Found, sailor. Just don't choke on it. The woman smiled. Cat, the barmaid, left Chip with a sarcastic smile and went through a door and into the alley behind the bar. Did you know they were going to attack me tonight? I had a tip-off, yeah. Any reason why three demons would want to kill you? None whatsoever. But I've got a good feeling as to who might have told him where I am. My boss, Manny. Wait! Chip yelled, grabbing hold of Cat's arm. Let go! Cat struggled. Chip spun her around so she was facing him. The two looked at each other for a couple of seconds before leaning in to kiss one another. (laughs) Despite still being the start of autumn, Chip still wasn't used to the bitter winds that swept across New York. Shouldn't that be fall? Well, he's still British, though, isn't he? That's true. And he's lived in Japan for a long time as well. So shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get plenty of opportunities to pick at this. This isn't one of them. His apartment's only source of heating was the fireplace in the living room. No central heating. (laughs) 
Who oh my god. Hates central heating. We didn't include that in the episode no. so he Chip hates central heating and sitcoms with laugh tracks. <laughs> but he's literally in a place that doesn't have it. Mm. Oh my god. It's the only place in New York doesn't have it. <laughs> he's not helping himself, is he? <laughs> Chip, with a towel wrapped around his wet body, (laughs) stepped out of the shower and headed for the glow of his fire. When he reached his living room, he found Ridley sitting in his armchair. He smiled. This guy can just apparently get in any time he wants. (laughs) (laughs) Only after Chip is slightly undressed, though. (laughs) Does Chip not believe in locks also? (laughs) You. Chip said bluntly. Me, bud. Ridley replied. Just thought I'd swing by to see how that little assignment went. How long have you been sitting in here? Not long. Those security chains are easy to get past if you get the right tools. So, tell all. What happened? <laughs> Just openly admitting to breaking in. <laughs> Just knock. Like they've met before. Just knock he on the door. has to be mysterious. <laughs> I bet he was sat in the dark as well. <laughs> the girl, she's fine. Oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> Although she seems to think someone set her up. Well, duh. Ridley stated. Then he noticed how intensely Chip's staring at him... And got defensive. Not that I would know anything about who wants her dead. That better be the case. But you obviously seem to know what happens in this town, so spill. Well, it's like this, you see. I'm the sort of guy that goes with his skills. Doesn't like to branch out into new things. My talents revolve around the gentleman's way of earning quick cash, you know. Pool, cards, etc. But humans aren't as easy to con as some members of the underworld. So I hang my head in those places, and occasional, or often, in my case, you hear things. Things no one else should hear. So he's like a pool shark and a gambling card man. But for demons, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it seems like it's easier to con demons than... What could go wrong? (laughs) What could go wrong with hustling a demon? Well, I mean, if he's able, if he's as talented as he says it is, and he's got these skills, Mm. surely he can make it look like he'd won fair and square. And that's why it's so easy, because and you can do that. demons are known for being reasonable about yeah. losing. Their, their <laughs> innate sense of justice and honour and a fair play. Exactly. See, you understand now. Yes. So why come to me? A ninja arriving in town, disrupting the way of things. It's going to make headline news on the right radio wave. I figure we could have a good partnership. I get the goods and you deliver them. Sound good? Radio Demon. <laughs> this just in, a ninja has landed in town and hates central heating. <laughs> Up next is Simply Red. <laughs> that is a demon radio station. Mick Hutnall is a bit demon-esque. Like some sort of little lust goblin. <laughs> like he just humps things. <laughs> yes. Why is that so perfect? <laughs> I'll think about it. I've worked with other people before, and it didn't always turn out right. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking understatement of the millennia there. Jesus Christ. He's he's not like Ridley. He doesn't want to sit there and talk and, you know, tell his entire life story. It's just like, it didn't work out. By the way, if we have some disagreements, I might try to kill you and end the world. Creative differences. (laughs) Like the interview. So why did you leave your last group of ninjas? Um, Oh, you know, difference of personality, really. We're just going different places. Oh, so you didn't raise a hell demon and try and end the world? I mean, that's that's a strong way of putting it. <laughs> but I mean, if you've hero- heroically sacrificed yourself in that time... I see. If you put that on the CV, heroically sacrificed. Exactly, yeah, everything's yeah. okay. Another reason why you need me. You might think you're over your little evil phase after saving the world, but the power you felt 
It'll never go away. You're gonna be borderline for a long while yet, pal. You need someone to keep you on the straight and narrow. Ridley took a sip from his flask. Guess Ridley does know all the things, and <laughs> Apparently, he's still going for it. And he's really well aware of Chip's evil switch as well. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is straight out of Angel, funnily enough. Because yeah. <laughs> not long before uh, Angel leaves Buffy, yeah. he has a taste of Buffy's blood, and it gives him a bit of a craving, ah. which is why Doyle turns up and apparently knows all this somehow as well. Yeah, you seem like the perfect guy to do that. We all got our demons. Ridley gave a weak smile. In other words, he's half demon like Doyle is. <laughs> you don't know that! <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just glad you killed that huge one last night. Huge one? Yeah, you know, tried to kill a girl. Went by the name of Beatlass. Beatlass? Beatlass? Beatlass. Is that because he beats lasses? Beat Beatless? It's spelled Beatlass. Let's go Beatlass. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like some sort of, like, lady DJ. <laughs> From Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beat, lass. <laughs> Time for a knees up. Right here on Radio Demon. <laughs> yeah, you know, tried to kill a girl. Went by the name of Beatless. There was no big demon, just three medium-sized ones. Ridley stood up with a look of horror on his face. Oh. He said. Chip, trying not to panic, said, I'll put some clothes on, and then me and you will go and look for Cat. Chip dashed back into his bedroom, closing the door behind him. Without even bothering to dry himself, he threw on his trousers, dark blue t-shirt, hoodie, and claret hat. What? <laughs> but it, we've already established in, in your writing, 14-year-old you, when you said claret, you meant blood. <laughs> so it's just a blood-soaked hat. <laughs> Probably took it from a victim when yeah. he murdered them. Within seconds, he was back in the living room with Ridley, grabbing his coat and heading our the door. What did you mean you and me will search for this girl? Ridley asked. You want a partnership? Hey, I'm just the lowly messenger. You're the delivery guy. He just got promoted. You just go promoted. Oh, you just go... <laughs> you go promoted. You got this. <laughs> Chip walked out of his apartment and hurried down the corridor. Ridley took a deep breath and a long drink from his flask, finishing its contents before catching Chip up. So it seems like there's some demons that have it in for Cat, and maybe mm. the main one, the big one, mm. wasn't Beatlass. there. Beatlass yeah. wasn't there, but his medium-sized uh, gobbles were. <laughs> gobbles. I can think of the right word. Is that word. over like a demon underling? <laughs> it is now. Yes, put that in the wiki. <laughs> you are so weak if my gobbles will be able to take you out. Minions! Why couldn't I think of the word minions? No, gobbles. Oh, God. Gobbles. <laughs> Manny! Cat called out. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) advice. She had left that guy's place early that morning and gone back to her own to get washed and grab a change of clothes. She never liked the awkward mornings after. After catching up on some much-needed sleep, she decided to go into work early to confront Manny about the attack last night. That makes it sound like she's still going to go to work. Yeah. She's like, i got to shift in a minute, but you set those demons on me. (laughs) Well, he wants a reference, you know. (laughs) Cat had seen the bruises on her body getting dressed and wondered if it was from the fight or that guy. My God, what did they do last night? Back to his old tricks again. (laughs) Jesus, I'll just push you down the stairs. It really turns me on. (laughs) Someone's going to clip that out of context, aren't they? (laughs) Cat knew she was good, but even she had trouble keeping up. Because Chip is so (laughs) good at doing a sex. He's just so good. So good at sex. (laughs) 
He leaves bruises all over his partners, and they're not sure if it's from the sex or getting beaten up by demons. Oh. In an alleyway. Hot. <sighs> Whoever that guy was, he had some power that she couldn't quite put her finger on. It didn't really matter now. Cat doubted she would ever see him again, and right now, she had business to attend to. <clears throat> yeah, she starts a shift in 30 minutes. The bar was quiet, which was the norm for this time of the afternoon. Only the real weirdos would come in, and only the desperate for money girls would dance for them. What? Only the real weirdos would come in, and only the most desperate for money girls would dance for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so only the most desperate for money girls would dance for them. Yeah. Okay, there's just no punctuation or anything in that sentence. <laughs> there's not much of anything in that <laughs> sentence. Cat could see the office door was closed. She didn't even bother to knock. Instead, walking straight in. Yeah, we got that from the not-knocking part. She caught Manny with his pants around his ankles, giving an audition to a new girl. Oh, mm. oh no. <laughs> oh. Oh. Get out of here, slut! Cat demanded. Oh. You're a, uh, what's it called, a swerf. A, a what? Sex worker, exclusionary, radical feminist. Clearly. Yeah. The girl wiped her mouth, stood up and left. God, you'd never get this in Tomorrow Gason, would you? This is because Chip is the dark, edgy <laughs> spin-off. They have Send sex. mummy and mummers Tomorrow Gason. <laughs> they call other women sluts for being abused. <laughs> and they're really good at sex. <laughs> Manny pulled up his trousers. Jesus Christ, what are you doing, you silly bitch? Huh? Cat pushed Manny. He fell backwards onto his cluttered desk. I was attacked last night, Manny. Now, there's not many people who know where I've been working, so that pretty much narrows the suspect list down. Manny stood up and put his face close to Cat. She could smell his body odour. Or was that his bad breath? Don't worry, baby. When my guy shows up, you won't be standing in front of me. You'll be six feet under. Seems there's a lot of interest in you. I got a hefty price for handing over that little piece of information. Of course, I'd be more than happy to reconsider my deal if you could offer something better. Oh, I don't like money. <laughs> Do you th- oh, I thought he was a sympathetic character. I thought he was going to be the new star. I thought he was going to be the fan favourite. Never would have guessed. We covered this in Tomorrow Gated in previous seasons where I try and write really horrendous characters to mm. show that they're bad. Yeah. But be bad doing that. Yeah. And it just makes everything worse. <laughs> yeah. And now we have money. Well, interesting that there seems to be a lot of interest in Cap, though, and he got yeah. a hefty price for grasping her up, I so guess. So what, what's her story? Mm. Why is she so interested to beat Lass? <laughs> Why is he sending all the gobbles after her? <laughs> Manny ran his hand up Cat's thigh. She smiled for a few seconds before grabbing Manny's hairy hand and twisted it 180 degrees. He yelped in pain, but was silenced as Cat laid him out with a strong right hand. Manny spun round and landed face first on his desk, bleeding from his nose and upper lip. You'd better hope I don't live through the next few days, Manny. Otherwise, I'll be back. Cat turned on her heels and left the office. She'd be out of money for a few days, but Cat was sure she'd be fine. Because she can magically grow money she's trees. Tough. <laughs> That's why she's tough. <laughs> Her daddy didn't raise no wimp. <laughs> or something. I take it as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs>
I think, Ridley said as he and Chip stepped out of the club. They thought we were gay. <sighs> ah, classic. Two men are together, oh. therefore they're gay. And also, is it a compliment? No, not really. Let's make jokes about it and be mildly uncomfortable. God. Do you have... I, you know, for the most part, I enjoy doing this podcast, but mm. I still get those moments of I regret mm. ever starting this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> they thought we were gay, Chip replied. Only because the barman thought you were propositioning him with you are brief <laughs> and to the point questions. <laughs> Have you seen this girl? He's definitely gay. <laughs> I haven't got time to prat around. We've been to every bar, pub and club this side of the States and still haven't found her. Have they been to where she works, do you think? <laughs> I think we might find out in a sec. Okay. Well, there's a millions and one places she could be. It ain't a small town. What about where you found her last night? I doubt she'd go back there, not after what happened last night. How come you two were on first-name terms, anyway? Wasn't it one of your swoop-in and run-away missions? Ridley pressed. Swoop-in and run-away missions? <laughs> but you jump in, you're like, ah! and then just turn and run again. Or do you flap your arms like a pterodactyl? <laughs> Not exactly, Chip said. Hey, you're sweet on this, honey, aren't you? What are you going on about now? I've seen that lustful look a few times before. Normally when I'm watching those first five-minute freebies on certain hotel television programming. But still, she made an impression. It's such a sleazy show, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Over there. Chip suddenly said, Don't try and change the subject. Shut up for one bloody second and look. Chip pointed to a couple walking out of a trendy night spot across the street. That's her. <laughs> what a coinky dink. <laughs> They've been to all these bars and clubs all over town and they just happened to have found her walking across the street. Amazing writing. <laughs> I was just about to suggest that place. Ridley said. Chip noticed that Cat was dressed quite nicely. Smart trousers with a dinner jacket over her tank top. She was arm in an arm with a guy in a suit that looked to have cost more than a few small islands. <laughs> a few small <laughs> islands, not just one small island, a few. What what tailor How makes small? suits like... Are they like a foot across? You can buy those for like a tenner a pop. <laughs> uh, Chip couldn't help but feel a little jealous. Of the islands. <laughs> of the suit. <laughs> I don't want to wear a suit. Want to go and do your thing? Ridley asked. Why? She's not in any danger at the moment. That could be beatless. Chip paused for a second and looked at his new New York friend. Oh, they're friends now. <laughs> Apparently. You said the demon huge. <laughs> <laughs> you said the demon huge. <laughs> I don't know what way to deliver that line. <laughs> you said the demon huge. You said the demon huge. Yeah, and the shapeshifter. Did I leave that pad out? Ridley looked confused. You went a bit Boston there as well. (laughs) Ridley looked confused. Chip strolled across the street, heading in the direction he had just seen Kat and her new mystery friend take. I'll just hang back. Ridley called out. In case any trouble breaks out into the street. Chip, ignoring Ridley, continued walking. Kat and her new friend had stepped into an alley behind the club. He quickened his steps so as not to lose them. Chip turned the corner and saw the mystery man, who more than likely was the demon and Cat getting close together. With one run forwards, Chip managed to push Cat aside and kick the man away. He fell to the ground, nose bleeding and a look of shock and fear on his face. 
It's the patented ninja mode of investigation where you just attack the first suspect. At least you didn't kill him this time like they did on the ship. He's so sure it's the demon. Yeah. It couldn't possibly be anyone else. <laughs> what the hell do you think you're doing? Cat screams, obviously getting confused, pushing Chip backwards. Before Chip had the chance to reply about he had been trying to save her life, a demon stepped easily over the brick wall and ripped the guy Chip had just attacked in half. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> so, cats with a man. Yeah. They've gone down an alley. Yeah. Chip's kicked the man. Yeah. A cat's angry about this. Uh-huh. But then a demon has stepped over a wall easily and just picked up the guy and ripped him in half. Yeah. But they didn't see this very large demon step over a wall. That <laughs> he, he was would... hiding behind a skip. <laughs> He's massive. What? How big is this skip? <laughs> Chip and Cat both took a step back in awe at the enormous creature. It was over nine feet tall and looked like Arnold Swazrinegger. Swazrinegger. <laughs> it looked like Arnold Swazrinegger. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the Poundland version of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Arnold Swazrinigger <laughs> does of such films as The Merminator. <laughs> <laughs> the Corando. <laughs> Predator. <laughs> it was over nine feet tall and looked like Arnold Swazrinigger had just taken an overdose of steroids. His skin was fire red with bright green hair and just one eye which sat in the middle of his face. Oh, I love the demon descriptions. <laughs> Again, I'm, I really question how this demon could have been hiding at this point. <laughs> it's got bright red skin and bright green hair and is over nine feet tall. If, the, if you had recorded this, there'd be a bit where a homeless man sees the demon, looks at the bottle he's holding <laughs> and then throws it away and sort of rubs his eyes. That looks just like Arnold Swazry nigger. <laughs> Chip couldn't help but notice the lack of claws or teeth on the demon, but still wished he'd brought a ladder with him. Because that would be helpful so if against the claws on the teeth. He doesn't have claws or teeth. Though. Yeah, but he still wishes he brought a ladder. Oh, yeah. it, it doesn't have claws or teeth, but man, I still wish I'd brought that ladder. The demon juggled with the two parts of the man he had just killed, causing Cat to be sick in a nearby trash can. What? <laughs> Shit, I dropped it. Wait, wait. Oh, I, can, I can do this with like balls, but with body parts. Is... I mean, I would have been more impressed if he ripped him into like four bits and was yeah, shuffling. But yeah, two, come on. Two. Chip kept his composure. He's seen this before. <laughs> Beat lass, I presume. He said all the while, backing up. The demon looked down and smiled. Then it did a very unusual thing. It shrank right down until it was human size. Then Beatlass morphed in Then Beatlass morphed himself a human, complete with two eyes. The more the metamorphosism took place, the more Chip realised Beatlass was forming into him. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. I guess this is how Beatlass hid as well. <gasps> he was... disguised himself as a skip <laughs> or a wall. <laughs> Chip started intensely at the mirror image of himself. Mouth wide open. What is going on? Cat asked, looking at the two chips. Cat, I presume. The beat last chip said. This is going to get confusing, isn't it? <laughs> it's been sent to kill you. Real chip informed Cat. 
Now get out of here. I'll take care of me. <laughs> Is Real Chip like his cool street name? <laughs> I'm Chip, but you can call me Real Chip. That's what everyone calls me because I'm real and cool and good at sex. <laughs> you might get some bruises, but <laughs> you have a habit of fighting yourself, don't you? Beat last said. Am I going to turn this into a real metaphor for Chip's evilness and he has to fight himself <laughs> because he's so dark for good at sex? <laughs> Chip wondered if everyone in this city knew who he was. Cat had her own ideas. She charged at Beatlass, but he easily palmed her away with one hand. Chip got into the fight, spinning a kick at Beatlass's face. The demon ducked but was met with a flurry of punches from the ninja. Beatlass brought his knee up into Chip's midsection and dropped an elbow onto the back of Chip's head. Cat grabbed Beatlass from behind, wrapping her forearm around the demon's neck. Beatlass reached around, morphing his arms into octopus-like tentacles, grabbing Cat around her waist and throwing her forwards. It's oh, kind of cool, I like the yeah, morphing yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. he can do to, you know, give him an advantage in a fight. Yeah. But I really do feel like if he'd stayed a nine-foot demon, he would have <laughs> done better. Cat landed onto of a fallen chip. <laughs> As they both got to their knees, she threw a punch at his jaw. It's me! Chip proclaimed. Oh yeah? Prove it. Chip pointed in the direction of the guy who looked like him, only with tentacles for arms. <laughs> I see no difference. <laughs> Circumstantial evidence. Cat just shook her shoulders and charged at Beatlass again. Shook shoulders? Do I mean shrugged? She just you mean started sh- wobbling head? her shoulders. I think maybe you meant head. Like, shake it off. I think I mean just shrugged her shoulders that. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll agree to disagree on what Cat did there. Cat just shook her shoulders and charged at Beatlass again. She ducked under an attempted swipe by Beatlass and headbutted the demon, using his long, slimy arms. Yeah. Using his long, slimy arms, Beatlass forced Cat backwards once again. He ran too, leaping behind Cat and kicking her in the back. She fell forwards and hit her head on the pavement. Chip looked at his own face, knowing it was the shape-shifting demon that was presenting an image of him, and couldn't help feeling that this was all a little ironic. Is it, well, like a sort of Alanis Morissette thing where it's not actually <laughs> ironic? <laughs> You had to fight a demon <laughs> who looked like you. He had tentacle arms <laughs> and was juggling a dude. Uh, is sorry. What, what are those new lyrics you just added? Can we, can we do the rain on your wedding day thing again? Because that is kind of more ironic, I guess. <laughs> Beatlass, seeing he was bleeding from his human mouth, started to change again. He growled and moaned as he started to take shape as the huge demon he had once been. There you go, see? As the change continued and he started to grow, he flipped out a powerful kick, sending Chip flying backwards into the alley wall. Chip forced himself up, knowing that if Beatlass was allowed to grow to full size, he'd pretty much be unstoppable. He looked in horror as the mutating demon walked towards a flawed cat. She didn't show any signs of fear. Instead, she reached into her coat pocket and pulled out a large gun. Yes, finally! Yeah, someone sensible. Cat <laughs> blasts the demon until the gun was spent. No sort of, what sort of gun is it? Or anything like that. It's large. Large gun. It would have been more cringy if Teenage Year had like, looked up gun names. <laughs> or would it have been worse if I'd made up one? <laughs> A Shocker 3000. 
A cloud of smoke went up as Beatlast lay on the floor, not moving, and still halfway through its change, meaning there was a huge red puddle of mucus on the pavement. Yeah. Mm. And yet no one knows demons are around. <laughs> Chip helped Cat back to her feet. You're welcome, she said. What, because you didn't shoot me? Chip asked sarcastically. Hey, I ain't got time to apologise in the middle of a fight. You got time now? Cat wiped the blood from her head and tucked her gun into the waistband of her jeans. Again, if she had a gun, why didn't she just pull that out straight away? Like, the first thing is like, hello, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> when I was a kid, that's mm. what used to annoy me about the Power Rangers, mm. is that they only ever sort of, you know, got the dinosaurs out yeah. when the other thing got big. They never just like, oh, look, there's a creature. Let's get Megazord and just stamp on the fucker. Do you think they got off on being beaten up? <laughs> I mean, I do now. <laughs> You're welcome. Just improving Power Rangers for you. Good, good Power Rangers. <laughs> to be honest, she said, I'm not sure. I'm not really good at saying sorry. Sometimes sorry isn't enough. You can say it over and over again, but at the end of the day, it's just a word. Being sorry is to prove it in your actions. Have you considered heroically sacrificing yourself? <laughs> I don't need no pep talk. How about a friend? Chip looked directly into Cat's eyes. Ah, she stumbled over her words. That night, it meant, well, nothing. It was just a bit of fun. That's what I live for, fun. But I was really good at sex, right? <laughs> like, really good. <laughs> Getting hunted by shape-shifting demons, your idea of fun? I'm used to it. So you said. Look, Cap, it seems like you've got a lot of stuff going on at the moment. So maybe you don't need a friend or a relationship right now. But there are some things in this world that we all need. A place under the sun and a million dollars. Cat laughed. Companionship. Is that the, yes, it is the Yay. episode title. Of course, it's the episode title. Cat stopped laughing and looked down at her feet, nodding. She didn't say anything. If you decide, I'll be around. Chip said. Cat paused for a few seconds. She looked up to reply, but she was alone in the alley, apart from two corpses. <laughs> Which they're not even going to bother helping the family of the man who was ripped in half and juggled with. It's not really explained why she was hanging out with a dude who had a suit that cost more than several islands. I get the idea that she loves fun, so maybe she was just hanging, she met sure, a guy in a bar and they were sure. chatting. But fuck him, like we don't... <laughs> If we didn't explain that he was a terrible person, then maybe yeah. you'd understand. Yeah. But they're just like, oh, well, he got juggled. That's it. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm afraid to reform you that your son has uh, been killed. Uh, what happened? He, he was juggled. By Arnold Swazrenegger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like how his little brother went. <laughs> Why does this keep happening? I'll get you, Arnold Swazrenegger. His brother was shot out of a cannon by Bruce Wayless. <laughs> well, so is this a bit of growth for Chip? Because he's kind of the one that's like, you know, mm. we all need a bit of companionship. We can't do this on our own. That's so has his experience in episode one kind of opened up his heart a little bit? Maybe. <laughs> Took him long enough. Fucking hell. In the space of one episode, yeah. he's fine. Saving on his character development for his own series and not for Tomorrow Gayson. <laughs> the apartment living room was dark apart from a few specks of light that crept out of the lamp Chip was using and the roaring fireplace. He didn't need a lot of light. As long as he could see the book he was reading, Chip was happy. Not a sitcom, you'll notice. <laughs> yeah. No jokes here. Nothing funny or good is going to happen. 
The evening's events had been long since over, and Chip wanted some alone time to ponder his next move. He'd consider asking Cat if he could see her again, but in all truth, he didn't believe either of them wanted anything like that. He was still learning about his new surroundings and settling into New York. Despite having been here over three months, he still had that just-moved-in feeling and didn't expect the city to feel like home any time soon. There was a knock at the door. Come on in, Ridley. Chip called out. Okay, if I didn't already know that you don't have any visitors beside me, that would have really freaked me out. Ridley said as he entered the apartment. He closed the door and sat down in the armchair opposite Chip. Why does Chip have several furnitures, several chairs, if he just spends all day by himself brooding? <laughs> because, you know, when you brood, it gets boring being in the same chair. Okay. So you've got to uh, move around sure, and, sure. you know, yeah. If you've got another mission for me, you can shove it. No, no. Ridley insisted. Just making sure my main man made it back in one piece. I was kind of worried about you too, Chip said. What with all the running away? What with all that mighty running away? Hey, I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's a little bit too much information. Well, the important thing is that you made it. You saved the girl and saved the day. The girl is okay, right? As well as can be. Chip hoped. And yet, you don't seem like a happy ninja bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... (laughs) Just images what? of this bunny with like a bandana around its face, like <laughs> laughing a lot. <laughs> that is a happy ninja bunny right there. I just love your quips. <laughs> Chip put his book down. I let a bloke die in the process. Let? As in stood there watching? Might as well have done. The guy Cat was with, I thought he was beat last. I pushed him away and as I did, the real demon appeared and tore him apart. Well, that's just one more life added to the list. There's a list? Chip asked. Better believe, Buster. Every life you've ever destroyed or be responsible for, it's all there. Just waiting for the redemption. That's the how it works, right? <laughs> do. If you see someone die... Well, I mean... Oh, there's an old lady who had a heart attack. <laughs> Murderer! <laughs> he... I can't believe it's you that's defending Chip right now. <laughs> but he literally kicked the guy into the arms of the demon who ripped him in half and then did nothing. He didn't feel guilty do, about he that. Didn't, sure, but it's still, like, he didn't do anything because the fucking demon appeared out of nowhere, hiding from behind a skip. <laughs> well, he was a skip. He was a skip. <laughs> he turned into Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> If, if you saw a skip turn into Arnold Schwarzenegger and then tear a man apart whose suit costs more than a few islands and juggle with him, you wouldn't be reacting quickly either. You know, when you put all that together like that, I don't think this is very well written. <laughs> Can you do the line again? Better believe, Buster. Every life you've ever destroyed or be responsible for is all there, just waiting for the redemption. I can never make up for all I did. True, but given time. Given time what? what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> given time, just sat yep. there in silence looking you're, at him. You're right, you can't, yeah. True, but given time. Speaking of which, have you thought about my little proposal? The psychic deal? No thanks. Oh, I'm sorry. You like to play the lone, tortured hero. Well, listen up, bud. You stand here by yourself battling the convenient evil, you'll end up a lot worse. That I can guarantee. All I'm offering is my services. I hear things down the grapevine that might jeopardize humanity. I'll drop you a line. Deal? 
Ridley extended his hand as he stood up. I'll think about it. Chip replied. Okay, man. I'll be in touch. Did Chip shake his hand or did he just leave him hanging? I left him hanging. It was uh, given time. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> then a demon came in and ripped Ridley <laughs> apart. I like how Chip extended the hand of friendship to Cat and got rebuffed. Now Ridley is extending the hand, literally, of friendship to Chip. And he's being all like, I don't know. Yeah, but to be fair, he fancies Cat. <laughs> and Ridley fancies Chip because somebody thought they were gay and that's hilarious oh I really hope Cat fancies Ridley and oh. it's just a really awkward love triangle yes. no I don't I really hope no. I haven't tried to write that no Ridley headed for the front door Chip picked up the book and started to read his concentration was all messed up though and he knew it would be another restless night oh wow he doesn't have many of those Chip decided to head out, do a sweep of the area and see if there was anything he could do to help. As he stood up, he noticed Ridley still standing at the door. You still here? Just about. Ridley replied. I just wanted to add to my incredibly arousing speech that the good thing about a list is that there is an end to it, no matter how long. You'll just need a friend to get there. He tipped his cap before leaving the apartment. I like how in this sort of universe... The simplicity of like, hey, you killed a hundred people, you save a hundred people, balances out. <laughs> Everything's fine then. Yep, you get a certificate and everything. <laughs> Chip went into his bedroom to change into some combat clothes. <laughs> he opened one of his drawers and pulled out a shirt. Under the shirt, at the bottom of the drawer, was a shoebox. Chip had deliberately refused to look through its contents since arriving on American soil. The last time he had was on the flight over. Chip pulled the shoebox out and sat down on his bed. He tipped the many photographs over his bed and started to view them, one by one. They were of years gone by. The first few were of Chip's family back in England, just before they had been killed. Chip couldn't remember the last time he'd thought about them. It all seemed like such a long time ago. Then there were pictures of Chip with his former master Shinno Khan in the dojo. Finally, Chip came to the ones of Tokyo, of him and his old friends. It was at that moment that Chip decided he didn't need a friend. All he desired was companionship. And that's the end of companionship, part two. <laughs> so he doesn't want a friend, but he wants companionship. Yeah. Is that Does he just want a friend with benefit? Is that what he wants? <laughs> he just wants to shag cat again. Because <laughs> he's really good at sex, and he just wants to prove it. <laughs> that's the only important thing in this episode. All right, well, that is uh, episode one. What do we think of this pilot episode of Chip, the spin-off? So dark and edgy. <laughs> They talk about sex, they drink Juggling. alcohol, <laughs> there's a famous movie star cameo. Well, yeah, um, there's there's hints that maybe Chip will be less of a brooding loner, or at least a brooding loner with some companionship, companionship, companionship. <laughs> Have we mentioned this is called companionship? Why is it called companionship? Companionship. <laughs> Do you get the sense that one of maybe the arcs or what I'm <laughs> yeah. one of my attempts at writing an arc yeah. is to kind of get across that whole change in Chip where mm. he's kind of you know I don't want to say rejected from his previous group of friends but there was a disconnect sure um, what do you mean <laughs> when they kept telling him that they would never like him yeah and they wanted him, him to die yeah, and that sure. sort of thing to sort of almost accepting that he could be open to more sure, friends sure. and stuff maybe because um, he 
kind of feels like he's forgotten how to be yeah. part of a group yeah. and that sort of thing, which is very understandable because you know he tried to kill his previous friends and then spent a lifetime in hell and then spent a, a year sacrifice in amongst that people, and that would yeah. have been very awkward. Hello, <laughs> um, here's another question for you: uh-huh. Do you get any sort of sense? That in my terrible teenage writing, yeah. I've attempted to make this feel different to Morgason. It does feel like you're trying to make it more dark and edgy. Light Angel. Yeah. 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 I think that's probably what I was going for back then. Um, it's hard when you're a bad writer to kind of try these things, <laughs> <laughs> but at least that sort of semi comes across. Yeah. Just in a very awful way. Yeah. Because it's homophobic and sexist and disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we've arrived. We have chips set up in New York. We've yeah, got yeah, a couple yeah. of established characters. Yeah. Um, Ridley's definitely going to come back into it, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like Cat will. I feel like maybe Cat might be on the peripheries for a bit. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But maybe there's still kind of a mystery around her and why Beatlass wanted her dead. And mm. is she free now that Beatlass is dead? Or Yeah, because, yeah, it's a point, actually. Mm. Was he the main villain? Because we never really found out why he was after her. Yeah, man, he just said there was lots of money available. For, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I really hope money doesn't turn back up. <laughs> Should we see what the next episode is Let's called, MC? The next episode is called Home Team. Cool. <laughs> cool. That reveals nothing. The New York... Jets. Jets. <laughs> the Boston... No, not Boston. <laughs> That's wrong. Sports team. Oh, I bet it's got some sort of sports theme to it. Yeah. I bet it's like, Chip went to the baseball game and there was a... Hot dogs. Demon... Get your hot dogs here. <laughs> Demon hot dog seller. <laughs> well, if you've got any theories about what uh, American sports I'll try and write about in the next episode, did you know there's numerous ways in which you can get in touch? You can find us at Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash Podcast. We are also on Twitter at HowIRiptOff. And you can find our entire back catalogue to see how we ended up with our own spin-off. Uh, <laughs> By popular demand. <laughs> because I wanted to write about me. <laughs> Being good at sex. <laughs> That's what this whole thing is. It's just chill. Every episode is like, shit, was even better at sex somehow. Um... Yeah, our entire back catalogue and sex catalogue is on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and YouTube. And if you could leave us, a, if you could leave Chip a rating of how good at sex he is, we'd appreciate it. It because doesn't go up to six stars, MC. <laughs> Maybe it'll stop him crying all the time. And we'll see you next week for some more Chip. <laughs> God, that's never gonna get good, is it? Shit, hell. <laughs>